Welcome back, Bolt fam. Episode number 32 of Chargers Powder Hour. And man, oh man, what a day it is to be a football fan. Week one of the NFL season is finally here. We got the Rams and the Bills squaring off tonight to kick things off. Colin Appel here, Miles Ruka, your co-host. How you doing, man? Dude, I'm doing great, man. I got no complaints. Uh, it just it just hit me earlier. Uh, this is our the next time we record a podcast. We'll be post game talking about an actual game. We'll have a record on the board. My fantasy teams will all be one and zero, and it's it's gonna be awesome, man. I'm 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 just happy to be here. I'm happy to be alive. It's a good day to be alive. Yeah, man. It's 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 that time of year. It's finally here. Next time we get together and and talk, uh, we'll be. We'll be doing our post-game analysis, thoughts, reactions. Uh, You know, we'll be reacting to a Chargers win. By how much, I'm not sure, but that'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Um, So, yeah, man, it's been a long offseason. And, yeah, there's been been a lot of stuff to talk about this offseason. We just, you know, we started this podcast back in April. And perfect timing, perfect timing for – the biggest and best off season in organization history. So there's been lots of fun, lots of highs and uh, yeah, we finally get to stop just making up news, talking about recent news and we finally have games to, to talk about. And, and uh, yeah, it, it just feels good that the football is finally back. Yeah, man. I, I just, I've been looking forward to ever since walking out of, that stadium in Las Vegas back in January, I've been looking forward to this weekend. So, and now it's here. Time flew by so quickly. We got football tonight. We got football a weekend. It's, it's time. Let's ride. Let's ride. Yeah. We're about a little over an hour from uh, the the bills and, and Rams kicking off the 2022 season. So we should finish this bad boy up right in time for kickoff. So that's exciting. Uh, fantasy, Fantasy starts tonight, baby. The road to the fantasy football finals starts tonight. Man, I just need I need to touch I need a Dawson Knox touchdown tonight. That's all that I know. But yeah, the road to glory for a lot of teams starts tonight. So heck yes, dude. I need like three sixty yard field goals from Tyler Bass. And I think I don't know if I have any other bills. I think I have I have Gabe Davis in one of my leagues, but I think I have him on the bench. Um but yeah, man. Either way you slice it, uh, just so excited. Football's back, and uh, we're going to be talking today. We're going to be talking. Uh, it's the last time we get a chance to, to talk before the game, like we said. So we'll be going over some predictions, um, and we'll we'll be covering the the Raiders and Chargers, and and uh, just yeah, excitement for that. But uh, before we before we jump into that, uh, have a quick icebreaker for you. Before I give you, before I ask you the icebreaker, what are you drinking? So you know, in honor, you know, Chargers gonna be back on the field this weekend. Uh, they're rocking the powder blues, uh, but you know what else is blue? The mountains. The mountains are blue, baby. So I got right here, Ooh. crispy little can crack on my Coors Light. We got the word. This one's jams. I got vibes next to me though. Shout out you, Lucas. Um, so I'm rocking with the Coors Light tonight. Perfect beer for football. I'm going to be down in these tonight like it's nobody's business. And yeah, football's back. Nice. The mountains are blue. I like it, man. 
I I have over here a a land shark island style lager. I love a good old land shark. It's uh, Margaritaville Brewing Company out of St. Louis, and uh, yeah, if you've never had a land shark, go go pick one up from your your nearest store. Uh, it's a great summer beer. Uh, goes down smooth. It's great beer to to have out on the deck with you when you're grilling. You know, it's great beer for for uh, Thursday night, which technically Sunday night football on Thursday night here in about an hour. So, um, yeah, just a all around great beer. And uh, I also have with me for backup, just in case I uh, down it here pretty quick. I've been trying to finish off the the last of these uh, Voodoo Ranger Juicy Haze IPAs. Mm-hmm. Hey, this one is this one isn't bad. Uh, don't get me wrong. I, I'm not an IPA guy, but uh, New Belgium, New Belgium, uh, they might be onto something. They make it pretty good. It's not it's not super hoppy. I think that's a big reason why I like it. I mean, yeah. But uh, for for those of you that listened to our last podcast, you know I gave the IPA a whirl. I'm not even kidding. After after about three sips, I think that a lighter from a mile away would have lit me on fire. Like those things, if that thing was just. <laughs> Oh man, I poured like almost like nine tenths of it down the sink. It was brutal, man. It was well. As soon as you said it was like nine something percent, I'm like, oh, that thing's gonna just be like, that's a souped up IPA right the there. Can look cool though. So uh, yeah, the cans will get you. The cans did get me. So all right, but yeah, with that, um, let's see. We got our icebreaker here. Um, we're just going to keep it quick, keep it simple tonight. Uh, you guys are going to know the final score of tonight's game, but I want to ask you, what do you got? What's your prediction? Rams bills. One of the, one of the best matchups for the start of the season games Mm -hmm. that we've seen in a while. I mean, this is arguably the one and the two best teams in the whole league playing tonight. So what, what are your, what is your score prediction? And what is this like a, what, give me like a bold prediction, like either player stat or I don't know, like a streaker runs onto the field with three minutes left in the fourth quarter. I don't know. Give me a, give me some bold prediction along with the score. Um, okay. Yeah. I like that. So yeah, the great matchup. I think it very easily could be a, a potential Super Bowl matchup. Um, I, I hate the Rams with a passion and I, I'm still salty that they won last year. So um, I'm going to be a, a salty Sally and, and, and go for the bills. Um, I don't have any problems with the bills. Yeah, I know they're an AFC team and they're a threat to the chargers, but uh, I'm, a, I'm a Josh Allen fan and I, I like a lot of their players that they have stuff on digs. Um, you know, they're, they're defensive guys. that have Tredavious white, Jordan Poyer, and I like their coach, Sean McDermott. So it seems like a good guy. So I'm going to go Bills getting the dub. And as far as score prediction, I'm going to say 27-24 Buffalo. I think they win it, not on a last-minute field goal, but I think they win it in the fourth quarter. Uh, I think they get a field goal with a couple minutes left. I think Stafford and company get a chance to go down and, and do something. And I think uh, – think the buffalo defense will put the game on ice so that's my game prediction as far as bold prediction um i'll say josh allen throws for over 450 yards jeez i didn't i want to bold steamy hot but i like hey fuck it dude i like 
four fifty. I like it. I like it a lot, man. Yeah, I don't. I don't really see how you can. You know, I, I I'll, I'll like the Bills for eighteen weeks. You know, we don't see them on our schedule, but then when it comes playoff time, you know, they're all rivals. But yeah, yeah, love Josh Allen. Um, gotta love the fans, dude. The table break and all that, dude. Bills Mafia is the shit. <laughs> Great fan base. Yep. I mean, yeah, it's it's really they're they're definitely one of the more likable teams in the NFL. So um, I don't necessarily hate the Rams. It sucks that they are that they've kind of established themselves as the alpha team in LA as of right now. You know, they're kind of the Lakers, we're the Clippers at this point, but that's soon to change. Yeah. Um, I'm happy Stafford got his ring, but um, other than that, yeah, I'm gonna also go with the Bills. Uh, my original score prediction was one point off from yours, so I'm gonna switch it up a little bit. I'm gonna go Bills. 31 Rams 23 um I think they'll just okay. pull it out real quick in the end um my bold prediction for you Dawson Knox two touchdowns tonight um for my fantasy team obviously had those fantasy stats yeah, baby. exactly so I'm gonna go Dawson Knox two touchdowns tonight and first touchdown scorer Dawson Knox Ooh. so you okay can put it on the board um that, that's my bold prediction for tonight but yeah I got I got Bill's Mafia all the time all the way I'm actually going to a buddy's house who's a Bills fan to watch the game. So, yeah, go Bills. Nice. Go Bills. Good stuff, man. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's – it's uh, honestly, outside of the game, I'm really just looking forward to, to hearing the first. Now, here's a guy and I'm just looking, by Chris Collins. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that Collinsworth, Collinsworth slide in, just that – oh, man. Just parks right up <laughs> next to Al Michaels, man. It's – oh, dude, I'm so excited. I'm just, like, bubbling with just – excitement right now i can't even explain it but yeah i think i and then i think i just remembered i think i do have devin singletary in our uh chargers powder hour league so that that's big um you know i need a big night from him you know uh, prediction for him stat line prediction I, I, i'd say he goes 75 yards with a touchdown and 30 receiving yards damn so all right i think that's gonna be a, not a bad little stat line there i think it's gonna be more of a shared backfield up there but i like it i like it you need your points that's right i need my points you need yours oops sorry couldn't contain that burp no man um i'm, I'm just happy to be here man it's back so yeah no these these land shark loggers are, are making me burp already and more important which is a good thing more importantly one week from today me and you will be outside of arrowhead stadium Probably quite a few beers. Heck yes, dude. Probably quite a few beers deep, just being belligerent and just having the time. Of Heck life. yes, man. And it's going to be a party. Yes. One week from today, we will be in Kansas City at the Chiefs game. I cannot wait to watch Justin Herbert and company get a dub in Kansas City. I cannot wait to hang out with you, hang out with some other oh, Chargers fans, uh, talk shop. And yeah, man, it's, it's, it's going to be a fun week. And then it'll be a quick turnaround. Yes, yeah, so uh, I'll I'll be in. If, uh, oh yeah, sorry. And then you're going to you're going to Houston. Is that week three? Uh, week four. Week four. So yeah, you, you guys yep. can see Colin there if you guys are going to Houston. But yeah, come come say what's up to us. Um, initially, if any of you guys are watching and have a tailgate, a Chargers tailgate in Kansas City, go ahead and slide into our D- Twitter DMs, and we'll come say what's up. We're gonna have some stuff to give away to you guys, hopefully. So yeah, heck yes, man. Come say what's up. It's gonna be. It's going to be a good time. It'll be a movie. Um, it'll be a movie. It'll be a scene. <laughs> so, well, hey, with that being said, let's, uh, let's kick, let's kick things off here. Um, and let's, let's jump into 
week one, game one, Woo. Las Vegas comes to town to play our Bolts. It is going to be a, obviously a, a rematch of the week 18 finale last season. Everyone knows how that one finished. Uh, it, it's man. It just, I've, I've been seeing some smack talk on Twitter between Raiders fans, Chargers fans. It, it both sides are ready. Both sides are, are just super anxious to get this thing kicked off. And, um, yeah, let's, let's talk about how, how we think it's going to go down. So, um, you came up with a topic here and, and I want to start off with it. What are your three keys to victory? Uh, three keys for a chargers victory on Sunday. All right. So should we go, should we do this like one and one? Like I'll say a key, you say a key. So then we're not copying each other. Or how should you, how do you want to do this? Uh, just write, write them all, all right. off. I don't think I, I tried to think outside the box a little bit. So, uh, I, I doubt we'll have super similar ones, but if we do, then it's whatever. All right. So my first, very first key to victory, get after Derek Carr. We've seen in the past, Derek Carr's not nearly the same quarterback, not nearly this quote unquote elite that some people call him, which I think that they're belligerent, but this elite quarterback, when you get after him, you know, I'm I, honestly the player on the field that I might be most excited to watch for on Sunday is 52 coming off the edge. I just can't wait to see him bull rush, whoever the hell they put out there at tackle opposite of Colton Miller. Um, you know, you get after Derek Carr, I'm expecting them to run some chips, you know, I think that they're going to try to take away Bosa and Mac, and hopefully we can get interior pressure from SJD, Austin Johnson, uh, that 99 guy, um, maybe even Otito, who knows, we might see an Otito sighting, but um, yeah, get after Derek Carr, you know, we get after him, he shuts down, he's not gonna be able to get the ball out to that passing attack, which they have so well, you know, it's not, I mean, as a Chargers fan, we can admit they have a great receiving core, they just added the best receiver in the game, they got Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro, like they got dudes that can put people in a blender um so as long as we get after Derek Carr I think um I think we'll be all right that's the first key second key win the turnover battle we saw first game last year uh turnover battle was I believe it well we had that turnover on downs but I'm talking like taking care of the ball I believe we won it 1-0 with that pick from Derwin um and then the second game of the year I think we lost it 2-0 Justin threw that pick and then there's the Andre Roberts fumble so it speaks for itself in the games that they won the turnover battle, we were one to know, and the games they won the turnover battle, they were one to know last year. So let's just take care of the football yep. and we'll be okay. And my third and final key is be a two dimensional offense. You know, I think we we know that Justin Herbert, I mean, we'll talk about predictions for Justin Herbert going forward. We know that he's going to be slinging it. But I think that in order, it, Brandon Staley said it best, you know. The physical aspect of the run game is what wears defenses down. You know, once you, if we can open up holes, you know, get some of their linebackers out of the game, get them tired. You know, Denzel Perryman led the league in tackles last year. Um, if we can just kind of wire them down, ground and pound, you know, one, one that's gonna, that's gonna make it harder for them to guess what the hell we're doing. And two, that's, that's gonna give their pass rushers a second to decide, well, you know what, that's gonna take Crosby and Jones out of the game plan, hopefully fully. And then we're going to be able to open things up if we get the run game going. So those are my three keys for success this weekend. I like it, man. Those, those are good. All, all great keys to success. Um, yeah. I think the turnover battle is going to be huge, right? Um, that's a great point. You know, 
the team that won the turnover battle and the series last year won the game. So, uh, you know, I, I think, I think that's going to be huge. Um, I agree with the run game. I had something similar to that, but I'll, I'll share that here in a second. Uh, and then, yeah, getting pressure on Derek Carr. And that's, we all know the infamous Joey Bosa that's, quote that's exactly from last why I said it. <laughs> yes. You know, when he gets pressure, he basically just, you know, kind of goes down and, and curls up in a ball. So, yeah, I'm really excited to see that pass rushing duo coming off the edge. And I'm really excited to see guys like Chris Rumpf as well, you know, kind of contribute to, to some of those. You know, I know we're all expecting the big names, Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack. But, man, I, I think I I just had this random thought today. And I'm like, fuck, I left Chris Rumpf out of my list last week or a couple of days ago when we were talking about you know, breakout players for this team in 2022. I think I went with Zion Johnson, but man, Chris Rumpf, I think is right there as well. So um, yeah, really excited to see that pass rush, um, especially the interior part of it, like you mentioned as well. I think the last couple of seasons we have had the outside pass rushing ability and it's, it's been the interior where has, has been bad and it's, you know, it's been visibly noticeable. So yeah, I think those are all great keys and um yeah, if the Chargers do do those three things. I, I, I think they win this one going away. Um, my keys to victory, uh, kind of starting off on a similar note to you, well, at least to one of yours, um, was the run game, right? And we all know what we're gonna see and get from Austin Eckler. I am really interested in seeing how the rest of this running back group performs. Uh, the newest edition of Sony Michelle. Obviously, you know, I saw a quote from Joe Lombardi today that said, you know, he's, he's picked up the, the offense at a pretty good clip, you know, kind of surprised Lombardi how fast he's picked it up. Um, because of that, I think they still might lean more on Kelly and Spiller. It's going to be interesting to see how many running backs are activated or are active for, for Sunday's game. Um, I did see Spiller was a full participant in practice. Today, I believe, or yesterday, yeah, one, both, of the, both one of the days. days I can't remember. Both days. Okay, so I, I'm expecting to see him on Sunday, um, and I, I think Josh Kelly could be. So I would, I would imagine they'll have four active, but I might be a little nervous if they have three and like let's say Spiller isn't because I'm like not, nothing against Michelle, but I mean you just I don't know. You, you hope that you know his lack of the offense doesn't lead to like a mental error at some point in the game you know, like a Jared Cook moment where he's just turns around the wrong way or, you know, misreads something and it kind of just totally blows up on the Chargers. But other than that, I mean, I just, I'm excited to see how this run game does. And I think that's a big key, you know, is they, they have to have a balance and they have to be able to take the Raiders out of it in the fourth quarter. You know, that, that four minute, six minute offense, you know, the running game is really going to have to contribute. So running the ball well is, is definitely a key of mine. The next key I have is special teams. You know, make Las Vegas work. And what I mean by that is, you know, win the the field position battle. I think that's huge. I think that's it's not the sexiest key to victory, but I think it's a very important one. And um, especially with this Raiders offense, I mean, hey, we've kind of we've kind of you know poked at them and, and made fun of them at times this off season. But I think at the end of the day, like you got to respect them. Uh, no JC Jackson. I think we'll see come come game time, come Sunday. I think that, that that's gonna be a storyline to follow. But 
I'm just assuming he's not going to be out there. Um, and it doesn't, doesn't worry me too much. I think they're, they're still very well capable of, you know, defending the pass and, and having a good game without Jackson out there. But yeah, special teams, you know, if they can win the, the field position battle and let's say, you know, the Raiders are, are constantly starting from their own 15, 20 yard line. Um, I think, I think you'll see a lot more field goals than, than actual touchdowns put up on the board. So that's one of my keys. And then the last key I have is, uh, you know, you got to take advantage of the Raiders O line. So kind of similar to, to your, you know, yours, what is the pass rushing and getting to Derek Carr. I mean, similar, but I mean, you just, however you, you do it, I think you, you got to just take advantage, take advantage of this offensive line because it's not great. And, you know, I think because of that, I, I'm expecting to see big things this week from, from guys like Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa. You know, they don't have a all pro tackle or, or center, um, or really any, you know, any position on that line is, you know, no one on that line is, is like a Rashawn Slater or a, or Corey Lindsley. So, um, I think that's a weaker part of their roster that we can go after. And, um, if they do that, if they do those three things. I think, uh, I think they win this one going away. Yeah. I loved your, I loved your point on special teams. That's one that I almost brought up. Um, you know, again, field position battle is going to be huge with the game like this. Um, I think the Raiders are going to be a one-dimensional offense. Giving them a long field is only going to hurt them. I don't think that I don't think the Raiders boast much of a run game. Josh Jacobs doesn't scare me whatsoever. Their receiving core is what we need to get after. Uh, so you know, giving them giving them long fields. J.K. Scott, new punter, going to be nice to see how he go how he looks. And let's make kicks on on our side of the ball. We need to make kicks. Um, we know. Yep. Dustin Hopkins had a little bit of a rough spring uh, through summer. It sounded like. Um, let's just hope he snaps out of it. He was pretty reliable last year. Um, I still obviously have faith in him, but again, just Chargers kicking gives me PTSD. It just always and forever will. Um, so let's let's make some kicks. Uh, put a, pin them deep, and then once they get into the red zone, let's hold them to field goals. Um, they got a lot of really good dudes in the red zone. Devontae Adams has been one of the most efficient red zone targets um when he was with green bay along with hunter renfro hunter renfro torched us in the end zone last year i remember he literally put michael davis beneath the field on one play last year in the red zone so um if we can just figure out a way to hold them to field goals you know hold them to three points carlson's a great kicker for them but again let's hope it doesn't come down to crunch time where they can drive down the field and make a field goal to put them in position to win uh so let's let's hold them to those three points at the end of the day we see that 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 always makes a difference it seems so yeah and something i just thought of i wanted to ask you uh what is your biggest concern uh for the chargers going into into this game i know i mean it's that time of year where we're 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 high on everything you know the hype is there we're just fucking excited for chargers football to be here what's the biggest thing going into this this week's game that makes you lit like that makes you a little nervous. You're like, yeah, no, like I feel re- overall really good, but yeah, like yeah, that that I don't feel great about. Yeah, again, it's got to be it's got to be shutting down their pass game, um, especially which looks unlikely that JT Jackson will play. But I don't know, dude. Brand, something about Brandon Staley's press conference yesterday about how he thought that he would come up to game time, and he just seems so casual about it. Just something about it was just telling me like shit. There might be a legitimate chance that 
he could be on the field, even though he has a practice this week. I'm not banking on that considering he hasn't practiced yet this week and he did just have that surgery two weeks ago. But yeah, shutting down their pass game obviously has got to be a little bit nerve wracking. They do boast the, probably the best receiving weapons in the league. Um, but I just think that uh, Carr is finally going to be shown as a fraudulent quarterback. And I don't think Devontae Adams, I think Devontae Adams is going to be a shell of what he was in Green Bay, considering he had Aaron Rodgers thrown to him. And everybody uses the, you know, the excuse, well, this was his college quarterback. Yeah. What, what was that like seven years ago? Like it's, that's, I just think it's going to take some time for them to kind of get back into that rhythm in a game scenario, but still you got to be thinking our number one cornerback is going to be out. And I totally trust the corners behind him. I think Michael Davis is going to show off this year. Um, I like ASJ a lot. The signing of Brass Callahan might show up as one of the most underrated signings this offseason. But it's still got to be a little bit nerve-wracking for you. Yeah. No, I, I think that's that's a great point. Um, for me, it's it's definitely the offensive line. And that would be the other one I would say. Yeah. Something that – yeah, something something that I've been seeing on Twitter and, and social media is, you know, it, and rightfully so. I mean, Rashawn Slater is a fucking beast, and every Chargers fan knows this by now. Uh, the the bad thing or the unfortunate thing about Rashawn Slater is he can't play both tackle positions at once. Um, which means if you do the math, the Raiders went out and they got you know a really another really good ed, edge rusher to pair with Max Crosby, who had a career year last year. And, you know, Rashawn Slater can only take one half of that equation out, right? Um, this is what NFL teams do. Obviously, you know, they're going to try to exploit your, your biggest weakness. And for the Chargers, that's the, the right side of the offensive line. And I'm excited to see how Zion plays. Zion plays. I think he'll be, I think he'll be awesome. Like he has been all camp, all preseason. But at some point, I mean, Trey Pipkins is going to be thrown into the gauntlet. If, if you know, it, we've seen defensive coordinators, you know, try to get creative and, and shake things up. Are they going to put both guys on one side? Are they going to are they going to put one on one on each side? Um, but yeah, I, I'm really. I mean, that's the big. My biggest concern is just going back to the Week 18 matchup. And I know it was Storm Norton who was out there and not Trey Pipkins, but. Um, you know, again, I think it's just it's just one of those areas on this team that makes me really kind of nervous about, you know, lining up against guys like Crosby and Jones. Yeah, I that, w- that would be the other thing that I'm still just a little bit weary about. Um, but I mean, you got to you do got to think of it this way. Outside of that, what do they have on defense? I mean, they have they have just so many holes on their defense outside of that pass rush. I mean, D tackle's not going to be a factor. You know, cornerbacks Nate Hobbs showed some flashes last year, but second-year guy, and they lost Casey Hayward, who we are very familiar with, and safeties. Trayvon Morig, he's going into second year. Jonathan Abram, he's basically just a missed tackle machine. Um, other than that, they got Denzel Perryman, and that's about it on that defense. So. You know, if there's one if there's one area we're going to struggle in against that defense, it's gonna be that, but I expect us to excel in all the other areas, exploiting that defense. Yeah, no, definitely. I that's that's one of the things that puts me at ease is like, okay, like the Raiders might have their moments with our offensive line, but the Chargers are definitely gonna have theirs with the Raiders offensive line. So I think it, it evens out. If not, I mean it's still 
it favors the Chargers as far as the battle of the trenches. Um, but yeah, that, that's one thing that that concerns me. So I just wanted to kind of get your your take on that. Um, let's talk. Let's talk betting lines. Right. Let's talk some spreads here. Let's uh, let's let's tap into Vegas a little bit here. Um, so Chargers Raiders right now the the spread. Uh, Chargers are currently three and a half point favorites over the Raiders. First question I have for you is, do you think they cover the spread? So that's so tough because, like, in my mind, this is a game that could seriously come down to a field goal. So that three and a half versus three is massive. But in all honesty, yes, I think that the Chargers will cover. I, I think that we'll win by a score, but I think it'll be by more than three and a half. I would predict, like, a four or five point game, maybe. Um, I hope it's more than that, obviously. Okay. But, yes, I, I think that we can cover for sure. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, I think the Chargers cover. Um, I'm not going to give away my my uh, official prediction, but I definitely think they cover. And the next question I had for you was, are you going to take the over or the under? Right now, it is currently set at 52 and a half, which would mean, you know, 26, 27 would would uh, would put you over. So, um, I think that's. That's a tougher one for me than than just the spread because I can see one team scoring 27, 28 points. Um, I just can't see the other team keeping up w- with that pace. So I I'm gonna take the under on the on the over under. What about you? See, this is these are two teams that are gonna boast. I don't know about the Raiders. Raiders defense will be about the same, but the Chargers defense has definitely improved from when they met back in January. So you said it was 52 and a half, correct? Yep. I'm going to take the over just because I think that it feels like it's always high school. Yeah. I think it's always high scoring when we play each other. I mean, let's see, 52 and a half would have covered. No, I guess it would have covered the first game last year that we played against them because that was 28-14. But the second game definitely would have covered. I'm right. just expecting two explosive offenses in this game. So I'm going to take the over. And I'm also rooting for the over because who doesn't like points? So – I'm going to root for the over, and I'm going to take the over. What did the final score end up being week 18? I think 35-32. 35-32. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. So. Yeah, that's – I mean, it. it I'm, I'm going to take I, – I think this opening game is more resemblant of the first game last year, mm-hmm. the first, first Charger, Chargers-Raiders game. Um, I could be wrong, but I just think, you know, it's week one, everyone's going to be healthy. So that's really not going to be, I mean, I don't, well, besides JC Jackson, but, um, you know, I think this is like the time of year where, you know, week one, it's, it's great because you know, you're going to have 99% of your guys out there versus, you know, a week 18 battle where you're like, I don't know who is going to be left standing, who's going to be hurt, who's going to be banged up. So I think this game resembles more of the first game, the first Chargers Raiders game last season. Uh, you know, I think the Chargers may not score a ton of points, but I think they'll be in in control the entire way. And I think the Raiders might have a you know a couple momentum swings where they they you know could be a turnover, could be a, a big play down the field. But I think overall, I think this defense bends; it's not going to break and. Yeah, I, I just think I'm, because of that, I'm going to take the under. 
Yeah, I like that. Um, I if I were to guess kind of the the game flow, I would say that I think that the Chargers jump out to an early lead, um, and I think that the Raiders just kind of play catch up and make it close in the end. So, like whether yeah whether you know I I I would see like a you know Raiders are down ten with like a minute remaining and they score a touchdown and then that pretty much wraps up the game and Chargers win by three. Like that's, yeah. that's kind of how I see this playing out. Yeah. Or even like the, the first game last year, you know, I think the Raiders were kind of making a, a late run, um, kind of going down the field. And then obviously the Derwin James interception yeah, kind of put it on ice and the, you know, the final score was 28, 14, but I think it was a lot closer than that. Um, so I think, I think that's what we have in store for us on Sunday is a game that if you just were to solely look at it, yeah, at the score afterwards, you would say, "Oh man, like that." The Chargers easily handled them, but I think once you dive into the the X's and O's and watch the tape, um, I think you know it's more of, "Oh well, you know the Raiders, Raiders put up a good fight and they hung around, um, but the Chargers were eventually able to to kind of seal the deal." So I got I got a few more player props here. If you want to go over these real quick, um, I just found, Ooh, yeah, let's I do just it. found these through bettingpros.com. So these are just kind of random. I'm only going to go over the Chargers. It's got Raiders and Chargers on here, but I'm just going to go through the Chargers because who gives a fuck about that team from Vegas? So first first bet that I got here, Mike Williams, over under 57.5 receiving yards. Ooh, that's a good one. I'm going to take the over. I'm also going to take the over. That's like that's like two that's like two catches for him. With, with yeah, Herbert, let's be honest. That, that's like... That's two catches. That's a that's a twenty yard that game might be a down the field and a then catch. a forty yard bomb. Yeah, what? that might be a catch. Let's be honest. Honestly, yeah, it could I mean, be. we saw the Browns game last year. He had that sixty something yard. He had another game where he had a big one. So he, the Raiders yeah, game in overtime. Like, I mean, the he, Raiders game in overtime. He had that like sixty yarder. Hasn't he like like pretty consistently since his time in the league? Hasn't he like been the leader or like at the top of? Uh, yards per catch. So, yeah, he's like right towards the top. Yeah, and contested contested catch rate. He's number one. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I got to hammer that over. He's also on my fantasy team, so I'm hammering that over for sure. Um, nice. So then we got Justin Herbert passing yards. I'm gonna let you set this line. I want to see how close you get. What do you think the line's at for Justin Herbert passing yards? Passing yards. Uh. I'm gonna say. 299 283 and a half. Ooh, okay. Close. That's close. You got? Uh, I think he I think he hits the over. Did you know, a little fun fact for you. Justin Herbert as many amazing record records as he's set in his first two NFL seasons has never had a 400-yard passing game. And that's crazy to me cuz he's had like 370 something like a few times. He's had like a shit ton of 300 yard games, obviously with as many yards as he's he's put up, he's had to, but yeah, he's never cracked 400. Full prediction for the season. I think Justin cracks 400 three times this season. He should. I, I mean, think he will. I think there's been a couple of games where he was on pace too. And just the way that we won and it was like, okay, we're going to run the ball the last yeah. six minutes. Like it kind of killed his his chances of doing it. So it's not that he can't do it by any means. Um, I think it's just kind of circumstantial. That does surprise me. That surprises me. Like I would have think like like the Browns game yeah. last year, I would have thought he would have I know he was close. He's had like 
He's had like 380 a couple of times, like really close. But yeah, I'm also taking the over on 283. I think he'll pass. I think he'll throw for 320. And I won't guess how many touchdowns, but I think he'll throw for 320 something. Okay. I like that. Um, yeah, I'm going to take the over. I'm going to take the over, um, especially with this offensive line. I mean, I know it was just one of my concerns, but I also think it's improved and it should be good enough to get him, to give him enough time to, uh, to look downfield and make some big plays. So last player prop I want to go through real quick. I'm trying to pick the one that I want to go with. There's quite a few on here. Let's just do one more. Um, okay, we'll go running. Austin Eckler over under 61 and a half rush yards. I'm going to say under. Under. And I'm going to tell you why. He goes under because he's going to have – more than 60 some yards receiving i think he takes a screen pass for probably 30 40 and then i think he has a couple other catches that put him over that in the air and then i think on the ground i think i think he's just going to split some carries with with uh you know the committee i think sonny michelle is going to get a couple carries for for some good yardage i think uh josh kelly isaiah spiller whether it's both of them or just one or the other um, I think they really rely on on a committee approach this season, and um, yeah, because of that I think I think give me obviously the overall purpose, but I think rushing yards, no, give me the under. Yeah, that's what I was I was thinking. I'll just barely take the under of sixty one and a half for rushing, but when it comes to all purpose, I think that he'll have another sixty something receiving. Just knowing Austin Eckler, knowing I'll put it this way: I I, th- I think he cracks a hundred all purpose with like a sixty forty split of like receiving rush. I like that. I was gonna go like one twenty all purpose, but that would also be okay. a big game. But they just utilized him in the passing game more than really any other teams use their running backs in the passing game. So yeah, I, I like I yeah, like over a yeah. hundred all purpose for sure. Yeah, no, those are those are good, man. I what what uh, what site did you find those on? I, I'm on. Uh, I literally just looked up Chargers player props for this weekend. I found it through. Oh, nice. I don't know. It was just some booth website, so the lines may be completely wrong, but they sounded pretty accurate. So we're gonna roll with them. Yeah. Yeah. No, that I, I'm on uh, USA Today, and they have a player props uh, page, but it just doesn't give me a whole lot. So, no, those are good, man. Um, yeah, I, I like those a lot. That was well, yeah. So, so should we wrap it up like with those. our final score prediction? Maybe a bold prediction for the game this weekend. Yeah, let's do it. Um, well, you you start us off. Well, actually, here real quick, real quick. There we go. Here we go. Now we're now we're ready. All right. Final score prediction plus bold prediction for this weekend. Okay. All right, I'll start her off. I'm gonna go final score prediction. Um, shit. I'm gonna go 27, 21 Chargers. I think, like I kind of mentioned before, I think the pace of the game. I think the Chargers will get out to an early lead. So you don't think they'll take the over? Then you lied. Shit, I did take the over. Well, no, I'm rooting for, I'm rooting for the over. That doesn't mean I think it'll happen. No, fuck that score. I'm going 33 to 24 Chargers. That's the over. 
Okay, I like that. I like Chargers. I was just kind of coming up with a bullshit score off the top of my head. I forgot I took the over. But I'm always rooting for the overs. You know, it's football. You got to root for the overs. But um, bet the over. Yeah, I'll go 33-24. 33 is kind of a weird score, but, like, football's filled with weird scores. Maybe that'll be scoregami. I don't know. Let's hope for some scoregami this weekend. But I'll go 33-24. My bold prediction – I'm gonna be. I'm gonna go bold here. You ready for this? I'm gonna go bold here. Go bold or go home. You know, I got Mike Williams on my fantasy team, so I'm rooting for him, obviously, for a number of different reasons. Because I want to win the game, and because I want to win my fantasy matchup. But life's not all about fantasy. You know, if I had to choose between my fantasy team winning and the Chargers winning, I'm choosing the Chargers ten times out of ten. Fuck my fantasy. Oh, hell yeah. I'm going to give you a bold prediction for somebody that's also on my fantasy team but is riding the bench this week. Somebody whose stock is through the roof right now. Josh Palmer over 90 receiving yards and a touchdown this week. Ooh, okay. We've seen seen Tyron Johnson be the wide receiver three against the Raiders and absolutely, absolutely go ballistic before. I think Joshua Palmer has a similar game to those Tyron Johnson games Justin's rookie year. Okay. So no, I, I love that. Be, uh, I, I would, I would be thrilled to see that. I would be thrilled to see that. Um, he's got to have like a, like a real. I know, like the the Vegas game is kind of like the biggest breakout game he's had. Or I mean, the the Giants game was also another good one for him. Patriots not um, either. He had that touchdown. But I, yeah, the Patriots had a nice touchdown. I think he's got to have at some point a game where it puts. It's kind of like he. He's grabbed. He's had breakout games that are gonna that have grabbed the attention of Charger fans. At some point, he's gonna have that game where he he, he grabs like fantasy fantasy owner uh, attention. He grabs like national media. Like, holy shit! Did you see that? Like, Charger Chargers have a third receiver. Have you, did you see that? Like, this guy's going nuts. Um. So I think yeah, it's got to come at some point. So I would love to see that. I would love it. Yeah, that would be great. So that's my um, prediction. For so. Yeah, I love it. Mine, my prediction for the game. I took the I took the under, right? Yeah. So I am going to go twenty seven seventeen Chargers. Uh, I think this defense should and will hold the Raiders to to under twenty points. I think the the league average is still right around like twenty two ish points per game. Yeah. So. I think when you take that into to, to factor, I think like, all right, guys, like this defense should be above average. And because of that, like they should hold them to under 20 points. That's kind of my reasoning, I guess. Um, so 27-17, book market, Chargers start out 1-0. My bold prediction for the game, I think you're going to like this one. Scoring his first NFL touchdown of his career in his first NFL game. Xander Horvath oh my God, just, gets a touchdown. I love that. I love that. Because, no, the second that you said scoring his first touchdown in his first game, I thought Xander Horvath immediately. <laughs> well, I love that. I don't know why yeah, he's yeah, going to come to mind, but that's awesome. Yeah, he, he's going to quickly he's gonna quickly make Justin Herbert forget about his friendship with Gabe Neighbors. Uh, you know, I know he was a brisket bro, but Justin Herbert's going to like Horvath way more because I think he's going to be – Way more of a productive player, um, and I think, I think he gets his first tutty. I, th- I think it's going to be like when we least expect it, like second, third drive of the game, 
and we're like, you know, in the red zone. I don't know if it's going to be rushing or passing, but I, I think he scampers in for one. I'll say catching. I think they run that, you know, like that little that they ran against the Broncos last year, that little Gabe neighbor slip out and Justin yep. just finds him right in the right in the flat. So I'll, I'll go I'll go catching personally, but I love that take. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I was like, it hit me when I was like, oh, bull prediction. I was like, oh, that's it. That's the one I'm going to use. I like that. Um, I also, I I was like, it was only like four days ago where I realized that he wasn't bald. <laughs> For some reason, I don't think I hadn't seen like a, a good mugshot Most of him. Most fullbacks are bald. And I'd only seen him like with, the, yeah, I'd only seen him like with a helmet on and like his facial hair. And I'm like, oh, it just looks like a bald, kind of like an Austin Eckler, uh, you know, head. But uh, no, he's not bald. He's he's got a pretty good uh, he's got a pretty good hair game. He rocks the headband. So uh, some style points. I think for Xander Horvath. I think just real quick, just for the matter of conversation, give me a bold defensive prediction. Ooh, bold defense. Do you have one? Do you want to start? I can off? start us off. Okay. I think the Chargers combined for over six sacks this weekend. Damn. Okay. Um, I'll go. Six? I'll go five. I'll be five. Well, no, I'm gonna go six. It's bold. It's bold for a reason. I'm gonna go six. Okay, yeah. If I can keep it, I'm there. gonna go six. Yeah, keep it. I'm there. gonna go six. I think the Chargers get six sacks or more this weekend. I like that. I like that. My, yeah, my my bold prediction is gonna be. I'll I'll do this way. I'll do I'll do five takeaways. Wow, five. Holy shit. Yep. Five takeaways. Wow. Uh, I think there's a couple because think about this. Last year, I I can't remember the the exact number, the statistic. I know it's insanely like I don't know how the Chargers did so poorly in this category, but they only recovered like ten percent of their forced fumbles last year. And it, if you're a fan and, and you closely watch games and and you pay attention to kind of to like the little things like that. Every I remember, like there were like multiple times last year, where the Chargers, it was ninety percent of the time it was Bosa, would come around the edge, force fumble, you know. But we would never fucking recover yeah. them. It was the most frustrating thing. Is like, oh, like oh shit, balls out, balls out, big play. Yeah. And then it's like, you know, the the pile breaks up, and then it's like, oh okay, they fucking right. Oh Raiders recover. It's like God damn it dude like can we fucking just Fall on one of do we have the worst luck at recovering like i think that shit ends this season i think we turn a new leaf and i think um we we recover way more of those so i i, I can see a couple of forced fumbles in the crystal ball for for sunday and i can see a couple picks i that i said five right not six yeah i said five, five. so I think I, I, I think it, it, it's going to be close. I think they get for sure three. And I think if a couple other things go right and the football gods are on the Chargers side, I think they can get to five. I love it, man. That's a good one. So good stuff, man. Well, that's all I have. You have anything else? No, nah, man. I'm, I'm, about, I'm ready to get out of here and listen to Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth do their thing, man. Welcome back here to the luxurious SoFi Stadium. Or that's not at all what they say, but you know what I mean. Is it still? Did they change the uh, Sunday Night Crew at all? I know it's, it's Colin. Al Michaels isn't there anymore. Or maybe it's not. Yeah, no, not 
No, Michaels think... isn't. Michaels isn't. Damn. Yeah. Who is it? Did they? Now I gotta look this Phillip up. Philip Rivers? No, I don't know. Dude, he would crush that he job. Would. I have no idea who it is. He, he needs to stop fucking around with high school football and get in the booth because I would I could listen to Philip Rivers for four hours easily, three hours easily talk about football and call the game. Yeah, no kidding, man. He would be like the Tony Romo, and Tony Romo's goaded at it. So, yeah, I'm looking up the Sunday Night Crew real quick because I'm just curious. I swear, Al Michaels went somewhere else. No, he's still there. No, because I thought that. Oh no. No, you're right. Here, wait, wait. I I just pulled up this pic. It's Mike Tirico. Yeah, Mike Tirico. Yeah, I just found that at the same time as you. Yeah, so no, I think you're right. Michaels, Michaels went was... to Amazon. Uh, I thought Michaels what? retired. I don't know. So NBC, NBC's Tariko and Collinsworth, uh, CBS obviously has a, a bunch of combinations. Michaels went to Amazon Prime, so it'll be him and Herb Street, which is going to be really fucking weird. That is weird. Oh well, but yeah, let's get out of here. I'm trying to watch some football. All right, let's do it. Uh, Charger fans, Bolt fam, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Chargers Powder Hour. You heard our predictions. Next time we record, the Chargers will be 1-0. and Let's fucking go. And, uh, yeah, that's all I got. So, Bolt up. We'll see you guys later.